So the reviews were mixed on whether I should preach today. Some people were like, well, you know, it's a celebration, it's a party. You know, you don't, don't have to feel like you have to do the work of preaching. I said, I'm a preacher. <laughs> it's not work, right? It's who I am, it's what I do. And there's one last chance to share God's word. And I just want to remind everybody here that the reason all the good things that have been said today are possible is Jesus. Amen. So give up to Jesus. to support my leadership and he had 
I couldn't have asked for a better partner. Um, he made a commitment that he would support me as long as I wanted to continue in ministry. And he has kept that commitment. Even up to today, that helped put today's services together. Between your new under-shepherd and your eternal chief shepherd, I am confident God has good things in it. Philippians 1 has always been one of my favorite texts where, where Paul writes to his friends and he says, I thank my God every time I remember you. In all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day up until now. Being confident of this, that he began a good work in you and carry it on to completion until the day of life. That is the perfect text for this book. I pray I thank my God for you. I will remember you. And I am confident that the God who brought us this far isn't finished with us yet. Uh, somebody told me, you know, as I approached retirement, that at my age I need to be reminded that if you're not dead, you're not done. Right? And uh, not only is he not done with me, he's not done with you, right? God has great things ahead of us. Please continue to pray for Nancy and me and, and uh, Nancy's mom. Pauline, I said to several people, I, I think a lot of them will miss me and more will miss Nancy and everybody will miss Pauline.
It's all about the thing God does in us and through us. 1 Corinthians 9.22 says, By all means possible, we might reach some. Keep on reaching. Keep on loving. Keep on extending the grace of God and watch what He does. If I had it to do over again, I'd do it over again. <laughs> Pretty much the same. Maybe a few tweaks to make that much better. Less about me, more about Him. I would certainly have chosen to do it with the same uh, ministry partner, Nancy. As I said last week, he had been the most supportive, encouraging, prayerful, blessing to me and to every church we served that I could have. You know what I mean? I would also probably choose the same five churches to pastor. Each one has been a gift from God, including me. Looking back now, I realize that I spent a fair amount of time and energy trying to anticipate and prepare for that day out there when I would become the person God fully you know, designed me to be. So I would grow up in Him and play for Him, and guess what? Every day is that day, right? Today, you are living the life you've been getting ready for all your life. So in Christ, live today to the full. Years ago, I read of G.K. Chesterton, the famous British author, and he wrote that our fear of being sentimental in our conversation is the meanest fear of all. It keeps us from saying what we really want to say. And what I really want to say is, Not enough, just enough to make me feel a little better. 
I'd like enough of God to equal a cup of warm milk or a snooze in the sunshine. I don't want enough of God to make me love a person of color or to serve alongside a migrant worker. I want ecstasy, not transformation. I want the warmth of the womb, not a new birth. I want a pound of the eternal in a brown paper sack. I'd like three dollars when we got When I read that, it me. too many times I'd settled for that. Too many times I'd allow people in our church to just go through motions and not say anything. I determined by the grace of God not to settle for three dollars. And I determined by His grace to challenge every congregation I serve not to do it either. Give it all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength. C.S. Lewis wrote decades ago about a mythical land named Narnia, where an amazing untamed lion named Aslan, who represented Jesus, ultimately saved the wintry world by sacrificing his life for the whole world, and particularly for Peter and Susan and Edmund and Lucy, the children who were the heroes of the story. When these children, the Pevensey, first heard about this amazing king who was a lion, who sounded fierce and ferocious and very scary, they timidly asked, to which the answer was, saved? Aslan, of course he's not saved. But he's good. Jesus isn't saved. He is the lion of the tribe of Judah. He will take you places and do things within you and stretch you in ways that won't be predictable and comfortable, but it will be good. In the last 40 years, Nancy and I have ridden on the back of a lion, holding on to his mane for dear life, as he has taken us on the ride of a lifetime. Ride with him. No three dollars for the All our soul. All our mind. All our soul. And watch where he takes us. It will be. I'm going to ask the worship team to come. We're going to close with a song that we ask them to sing for us and for you. Anne Lamott once wrote, 60, the age 60, feels exactly like 50. Only your feet ache and you're more forgetful. <laughs> <laughs> Next Sunday, I will turn 68. That's uh, even worse. <laughs> but I love what she went on to say. She said, but your inside person is a soul. It's your heart. It is your eternal now. Inside, we are all the ages we have ever been. Isn't that the truth? 
Isn't that the truth? And I do believe that inside each of us is this soul that can love and respond to God, that can follow our leader, Jesus. Because our leader, although Pastor Shane will be an awesome leader, he is following the ultimate leader, right? And our ultimate leader was with Abraham when he was called to be the father of a great nation. And our ultimate leader was with Moses when he faced down Pharaoh. And our ultimate leader was with David when he took down the life. And with Daniel when he spent the overnight sleeping in the lion's den. And our ultimate leader was with raw ruffians like Peter and James and John when he turned them into devoted followers who turned the world upside down. Our ultimate leader called women like Mary and Martha into his inner circle, even though they were not honored in their time. Our leader has inspired and empowered an astounding entourage of history-making women and men across 2,000 years, from Tertullian to Polycarp, from Francis of Assisi to Catherine of Siena, from John Calvin to John Wesley, from William Wilberforce to Billy Graham, our leader has led us onward, and he's not going anywhere. Our leader is alive and well and here in the house. Our leader is the one who endured the cross. And he will go with each of us. I wrote this the other day, and I shared it with you. No. My dear friends, I love you. I believe in you. I believe that God has amazing things in store for you. He who has done great things among us will do even great things for us, greater things for us. With a heart full of dreams, for, with a heart full of things for all God has done, and a heart full of dreams for all He has yet to